Welcome to the Owning Your Sexual Self podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Main, awesome wife and dog mom for life. I'm a sex therapist turned sex coach, and I run a successful business selling relationship enhancement products. I absolutely love talking about all things sex. So you can expect this podcast to explore all things related to women's sexual health because that's what I'm here for. I'm here to help you discover and embrace what brings you pleasure so that you can own your sexual self. If that sounds good to you, then keep listening and let's fucking do this. Hey everyone. So I'm curious, have you ever met somebody that has said that they're dedicated to helping people feel truly at home in their bodies and in alignment with their souls so that they experience more ease and pleasure in all aspects of their life? Seriously, when have you ever heard somebody say that to you? (laughs) That's exactly who our guest is today. Uh, I have on with me today Darshana Avila, who is going to share how she helps guide women and couples who are ready for radical intimacy in their lives to lay down their armor and claim their wholeness. I feel like her and I were doing very similar work and we're on that level of helping you get to your next level sexual self. And she says it perfectly. We are erotic by nature. Let me just say that again. We are erotic by nature. And this is the foundation of everything that she's going to share with us today. So I'm so excited to introduce our guest, Arshana. All right. So I have on with us a sexological body worker, which I am so excited to get into this with you all today. Um, So I have with us today, Darshana Avila and... She is, she is doing some amazing, amazing work. And so, hi, 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 hi. I'm so happy to have you on the podcast today. I'm so happy to be here, Rachel, and everyone who's listening. Thank yes, you. of course. And we were chatting a little bit before, um, before we started recording this episode today. And I am, I literally, I'm so excited to get into this because I feel like I am a virgin listener as well as probably many of the people that are listening. So um, I first want to ask, like, how, I love asking for people's journeys that is in, in this type of work. So how did you get in, I was called the sex, the sex world, like where, how did you? Yeah this land how did you land here it's a great question I love telling it (laughs) um because it really is my personal journey too like they're that's one of the cool things that they're not separate so for anyone listening like there's nothing special (laughs) happening here from like a professional lens it's like I went on my own human journey of really being very interested in sex like that I I was precocious I, I I like to say like there's a lot of things my parents didn't do wonderfully, in my opinion, because, mm. you know, life. <laughs> but they actually were quite supportive of my sexuality. There wasn't a lot of shame or repression around that that I was exposed to directly. And so I got to explore my sex a lot. And what happened was I was married fairly young and in a loving, monogamous relationship. And as far as I knew, we had good sex. And... I didn't really have a different barometer than that. And it was when my marriage transitioned and we decided to go in different directions, largely because I was really deepening down a spiritual path that he just wasn't all that interested in. Mm -hmm. And I found myself wanting an integration between my sexuality and my spirituality. And that's the, the foundation that led me to a lot of exploring, um, took me across the globe multiple times, spent um, 
extended periods in India, in Bali, in Thailand, um, a lot of that immersed in both classic and more modern tantric lineages. And all of that was happening during and in immediately after a transition from having a corporate career. Mm-hmm. So I had a chapter of my life that looked very different. And it became clear to me that my my heart and my passion were really more aligned in understanding like deeply that that merging of sex and spirit, which to me is what eroticism is partially about. Mm-hmm. And that's why I call myself an erotic wholeness coach. And yeah, in those explorations, I met a lot of amazing people. I met other sexological body workers. I met people who trained in or are trainers of many of the different modalities that are now tools in my toolkit. And I've been in private practice for over six years now and also begun now that we live in a COVID reality, it's brought a resurgence of teaching more groups and guiding more journey type experiences rather than only being in private sessions with people. And all of that is part and parcel with my own desire to have a more holistic experience of my sexuality and experience deeper intimacy that both includes what goes on when I'm in the bedroom or wherever it is that I'm choosing to be sexual, but also is is bigger than that. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's a lot of what it's been about for me. Yeah. And I've had just about 10,000 questions pop into my head, of course. Um, but my, Yay, bring <laughs> I know I, so my first, my first one where I'll start with. So if somebody is thinking of seeking to work with somebody like you, who, who is that person? Who, who is your ideal yeah. people that you're working with? So I primarily work with cis women and their partners. Um, I'd say the emphasis on the cis women. I work with people individually as well as in tandem with their partner. And oftentimes if I'm working with couples, I do individual work with one or both of them in addition to working with the couple together. Um, Generally, the, the folks that seek me out are not totally new to their personal growth journey. Mm-hmm. So, so it's not completely foreign. Maybe there's been some therapy, maybe there's been some different explorations around spirituality and or sexuality. Um, I'm, I'm seldom the first stop in the personal growth field. I'm often the first stop in something that is specifically about their intimate life or their mm-hmm. sexuality. Um, and what I really endeavor to do, and it, it this is, I don't imagine I'm the only one, but I do feel like this is part of my uniqueness is like, I really try to make it approachable and and meet people where they are. And even though I, you've heard me say the word spirituality many times over, I'm pretty light on the woo woo factor. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Not that I have anything against it. And, and compared to many, I'm probably very woo woo, but I, I, I like to just keep it real and grounded and earthy and normalize our sexuality, take the shame out of it and extend a lot of permission. So for the people out there who just want something, want a solid container where they can bring their questions and bring their confusion and bring their desires and bring their fantasies and all of that and learn how to work with it and integrate for themselves these things that might feel fragmented, Mm -hmm. that's who I'm working with. Okay. Wow. Okay. And, and so you, you said something in your, in your bio that we are erotic by nature. Can you speak a little bit about what, when you say that, what does that mean? 
Yes. Thank you for that question. Yeah. So I'm very deliberate in using the word erotic um, because I want I want us to all reclaim that as more than sex, because to me, it is. It includes our sexuality, but it also includes our sensuality and our creativity. You know, we, we are these miraculous creatures with, with all of our sense capacities, right? To see, to smell, to taste, to touch, to move, right? All, all the ways that we get to engage and perceive, we're incredibly creative. I mean, for all that humanity has done, that's just awful. Look at what we've done. That is amazing. And, yeah. and that arises from our eroticism. That arises from the flow of life force and creativity within us. And it's very much about our relationship to the more than human world. Mm -hmm. And so my reference of erotic by nature is also because I invite people to expand not only their concept of what their sexuality can be, but also what it means to be in relationship and where intimacy can be cultivated. Because it's not just with your romantic partner, mm -hmm. it's with everyone and every aspect of life. And so really stepping into what is our true nature is for me, the pathway to empowering yourself and really connecting to your eroticism. Yeah. And this is, this is leading me into when in the work that I do, um, I work a lot with women, also cis, cis women, um, primarily and really working around their, their self-pleasure and engaging in more self-pleasure and connecting with their self on that sexual level. Um, and for, I would say for vice versa, for me, I'm, I'm usually the first stop of somebody that's like delving, delving into this world of ex experiencing more sexuality, um, or having more sex or bringing back their desire. And so part of the work that I do is, is really focusing on allowing these women that I'm working with to make that connection when, with their self-pleasure of, of using of their body to, to provide that pleasure instead of going straight to, to sex toys. Is mm -hmm. that something that, so when you're, when you're speaking specifically to the spiritual connection, that's where my mind goes. Am I, is that, am I correct in thinking that path? I mean, from my standpoint, yes. You okay. know, like our, I don't see our spirit and our bodies as necessarily separate from each other, right? And, that, and that's the, so when you hear like the word somatic and you hear the word embodiment, which are words that are go, growing in popularity, mm -hmm. um, certainly in many circles, and it's coming up a lot even around just like activism, like how do we do this from an embodied place? And um, th that to me is like, it's where, our spirit and our soul lives is inside of these bodies. And mm -hmm. so learning how to cultivate intimacy with ourselves, when you're, when you're speaking about supporting your clients in touching themselves, it's funny. I have an ebook that is called touch yourself, yeah. which is a guide <laughs> mindful masturbation. Nice. <laughs> so we're, you know, we're, we, we have a, a definitely a common ground and appreciation there. Um, and, and a big part of why, I, I really heavily encourage that. Um, I mean, there's many reasons, but one of the big reasons is because th the body is the ground mm -hmm. where it all comes together. And, and if we don't get to know our own bodies, we're coming to any other relating or relationship, like not fully informed. Yeah. And, and why would we want to do that if we have the choice? Yeah, Absolutely. The next thing I want to ask is when somebody does start working with you, what exactly does the work look like? Like, what are you actually doing with your clients? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's a great question. And I will say, to some extent, it's different for different people if we're working in a, in a very private coaching customized way, because people seek me out for different things, and I have different tools in my toolkit. Um, I also have a journey, a program that, that is actually going to be launching very shortly, which is more guiding us through um, the facets of erotic wholeness. And so what it's all about really is we start with like a level set of like, what matters to you? What, what is the intention that you're coming in with? And then we're looking at all the things that are standing in between you where you are in this moment and getting to that place. And very often, some of the elements that come up are, when it's specific to sexuality, it's empowering our own self-knowing. So people come to me very often, I don't know how to orgasm, or I only orgasm this way, or sex is just not exciting, my partner wants it more, my partner wants it less. Like There's often like where there's dissonance or disparities for people. Mm -hmm. and, and so I can't emphasize enough, you'll hear me say this phrase a lot, like it's really about intimacy with self and and I teach people how to do that on a physical level so that's where things like masturbation coaching and mm -hmm. self-touch can come in um, but also on the level of working with the the more tender parts of our psyche and, and our beingness that is where we got shamed where where we come up against fear where there is resistance where we did not felt like we had permission to really be ourselves. And, and so I like to think of the work as a journey of reclamation, mm -hmm. ultimately. It's like, it's not that you aren't already erotic by nature, yeah. back to that, like you absolutely are, but we've got to figure out like, where did the where did the severance happen? Where did mm -hmm. the, the bumps in the road kind of cause you to go sideways and, and lose track? And, and so we're going back and like picking up all the pieces and figuring out like, how does this all fit together for you now? Mm -hmm. How do you bring your whole self into relationship? And so it's a lot of there. We, we talk, we, we use guided imagery and meditative practices. There's movement, there's touch there. There's hands on sex, you know, sexuality involved um, erotic body work, which is part of what falls under the umbrella of sexological body work. So a lot of different things can happen. And ultimately, what people come away with um, in, from working with me is a sense of self that is just far more deep and integrated and sexually permissive mm -hmm. than when they started. Yeah. And their relationships blossom because of that. Yeah, that's that's incredible for sure. And I always, I always love when, when working with people too, it's like you're asking them about their past experiences. What do they remember about learning about sex or their first sexual experiences and really all sexual experiences because everything truthfully that's happened up until the point where we are today is, has created the person that we are today. And mm -hmm. it's so fascinating to, to help these, these people kind of peel back those layers and then make that correlation like, oh, so this is why I despise missionary sex or this is why I can't mm -hmm. have this in the bedroom or this can't be happening. And I just think there's so much power in that for people. Once you can make that realization, it's like now, okay, now we can get shit done essentially, yeah. you know? Absolutely. And I would say that it even goes before when we became, when we first became sexualized, like it's down to our very formative childhood material. Um, the things that we, that wounded us then like show up now. Mm -hmm. um, then, then there's also the bigger context of like our cultural and societal imprints and especially for women, not exclusively, but especially for women, 
there's a way in which, you know, our sexuality is meant to be in service to men as in a very like heteronormative, like dynamic. It's like, yeah, you're, you don't have to have opinions. It really doesn't have to be about your pleasure. Um, the inequity of orgasm is, is just a given. Mm-hmm. Sex is about, you know, him getting off and then you just go along for the ride. And even when, even my clients who intellectually know that that is not the story that they ascribe to, changing how that lives in the body is a bigger piece of work. Mm-hmm. Bringing voice in, being able to actually say, I like this, I don't like that, I want this, I don't want that, here's what feels good to me, here's what I want to do, and, and and learning, you know, because many people, even if they have the voice to, to say it, often don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. I get that a lot from clients. It's like, my partner wants me to give guidance and, and say what I want, but I don't know what I like. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how often I hear that. Yeah. So that's a big piece of the journey is, is you actually have to learn what you like, which includes learning what you don't like, which includes learning about your boundaries. And, and all of that makes for just healthier being within yourself and relating with others sexually and beyond. Yeah. What are some other common struggles that come up for people that you're working with? Um, I have a lot of clients who, in a more general sense, feel like they struggle to be in their bodies, that there's a disconnect, like that they're not actually very at home. Even though I speak about that as home-based, that doesn't mean that that's everybody's experience. And so for a lot of people, part of the struggle is like, yeah, sex is okay. I, I don't mind having it, but like, I don't feel a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it isn't often it is what a lot of people come in or some people choose to work with me because things are going quite well, but they really have a sense that it could be better, that, that there's something more that they can experience, um, whether that's with their partner or in partnership with their own selves of just like, yeah, like it's been good enough, but I, I, I really want it to be amazing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whatever level you're at for some people, it's deep trauma, outright pain, for other people, it's just like kind of like, meh. Some people are like, yeah, things are good, but I want more. Mm-hmm. And so there, there's opportunities to work across that whole spectrum. Um, and, and that's the, the beauty and, and the dynamism of this kind of work. Yeah, I love that. I, I'm a person that I would never want to go through life or get to a point, you know, where I'm on my deathbed. And I'm like, yeah, my sex was good enough. Or, you know, my, yeah. my marriage was pretty cool. Like, you know, I, I would be like, no, this shit was extraordinary. You know, I can't even tell yeah. you how many times I've had orgasms in my lifetime. You know, like, yeah. that's what that's what I want for myself. That's what I know a lot of people want. And they're, they're, the struggle is to get themselves to, to that point, you know. Exactly. Exactly. And I want that for everybody, too. I want everyone to have the sex life they want to have. And I probably want them to have even more than they give themselves permission to want to have. (laughs) I know. If you knew what we knew about the possibilities, right? Because so many people, as you said, so many people go in with one, that heteronormative mindset, but also very, quote unquote, vanilla type sex. And even when I started this work, when, when I was going through sex therapy school, they have a sit through a class, which is all things under the spectrum regarding sexuality. And you're just sitting there in a room full of people pretty much straight up watching porn with each other and then really thinking about, okay, what, what comes up for you? But there were things in there that I'd never even get given a thought to. And I, you know, it sparks curiosity. And, um, I think for a lot of people listening to this podcast, you know, I've had several guests on here talking about all sorts of things related to sex. And I think that's, that's part of the work. It's like do doing the research, finding, finding the resources out there and, and 
just reading up on on things related to sex because you never know what's out there until you know what's out there, you know? Right. Yeah. You And you just earlier just used the word that is like one of my, my favorite words, curiosity. Yes. We When we can be curious about ourselves, about our sex, about our experiences, whole worlds of possibility open up. And the reality is we're not actually taught and encouraged to be curious in many ways. You know, that, that goes against like the societal norms, the, the capitalist, you know, patriarchal top down, like, okay, just like fall in line, go ahead and follow this pathway. And there is something distinctly antithetical to that when we really connect to our sexual selves, to our, our erotic selves. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is, I, I am very convinced that that if more of the powers that be and the decision makers had satisfying, fully expressed sex lives and actually could claim their erotic nature, we'd be living in a different world. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't say that just to be quippy. Like, I believe that. Yeah. Um, because it, we, when we get to be curious, when we get to be creative, when we can feel expansive in our expression, life is different. So, you know, this is about sex, absolutely. And it's about so much more than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love the phrase too, that sex is very much a part of our overall health as humans. It's as much as important as it is to our physical health, to our emotional health, our spiritual health. It, it yeah. is a piece of the pie in the pie chart. And so often it's yeah. overlooked. And I know that comes from, you know, so much taboo and stereotypes that are out there around, around sexuality. And especially now in the world that we're living in, I feel that it's, it's the best time to start exploring these things and digging into that curiosity because they're there, I feel like the world is slowly moving into the right direction um, of being being more open minded and being more accepting of people that are delving into ex- experiencing and owning their sexual selves more. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and there's another facet of that, right? Which is that like sex is good for our health. Yes, that's a true statement that I, as far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. and there are also, you know, my work in, in many ways sits at the intersection of eroticism, like the erotic and the therapeutic. Those two things actually can coexist. And so while certainly I help people have orgasms, also what I help people do is work with patterns of tension and numbness in their pelvic bowl mm-hmm. and go through processes of dearmoring or, or pelvic massage to, to be working on the physical level with where we are holding so much of our tension, mm-hmm. so much of our trauma, so much of like what it takes to move in the world in this day and age where we have to brace ourselves and armor up just to get through that, that, that is felt in our bodies, even if we don't consciously orient to it. So it's about the orgasms, sure, mm-hmm. but it can also just be when, you know, when we talk about this being good for your health, it's the same way that you might get a, a massage, like you guys say, oh, my shoulders hurt, my neck hurts, I need a massage. Massage your pelvis, learn mm-hmm. how, have somebody do it for you. The fact that that is not mainstreamed is in like just hugely problematic. And yes, there are pelvic floor physical therapists out there and thank goodness. And I'm glad that there is at least some access point and like a pelvic floor PT can do some great work. And there's also limitations to where they will go mm-hmm. because the medical system is, is fairly anti-sex or sex negative in, in many, many ways. I mean, even in, in gynecological medicine, like there's, there's a lot that is problematic. So working with someone such as myself, 
um, a, a sexological body worker, a holistic pelvic care practitioner. Those are some of the actual certifications that are out there around this. Mm-hmm. Like, it can be a tremendous gift to give yourself for your overall health and well-being. And any practitioner worth their salt is going to be able to work directly with you, but also guide you and empower you to work with yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that that's the intention here is that this is meaningful to you and, it, and you come away with skills, with practices, with insights and information that you take into your life with you and you begin to apply it and experiment and get curious um, from there. Yeah. It's like the, for I'm sure a lot of people, it's it's the goal is orgasm, but truthfully the the work happens, it's it's the journey to the orgasm. That's where, that's where all the amazingness comes from exactly and the reality and i'm guessing you probably already know this if we stop obsessing over the orgasm and we don't put so much pressure on the orgasm guess who tends to show up more easily yeah. <laughs> you know it's it we have a very goal-oriented orientation a very goal-oriented culture toward sex and that doesn't serve most of us there's nothing wrong with orgasms they're fabulous i want you to have them i want to have them mm-hmm. more orgasms yes please and let's normalize that that does not have to be the pinnacle of every and any sexual experience and yes. that we don't have to put the focus on that all the time just to do good work within our bodies or to feel pleasure or to feel connected. Um, it's not just about that peak experience. And there's many different ways to orgasm, many different kinds of orgasm. Mm-hmm. So variety is a spice of life as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yes, I love that. And yeah, that's something often that I recommend to people is to focus on the pleasure and not the orgasm because, you know, yeah. our good old brain, whatever's going on up here, we're putting so much stress yeah. on ourselves and so much pre- pressure on ourselves that that can sometimes just create that wall as you're mentioning. So I love yeah. that. So yeah. what, um, I know you have a ton of resources that you are wanting to mention. You mentioned an ebook, you mentioned a few things before we started recording, but how can, how can people find you and what are, what are some of the resources that you have that you can offer to people? Absolutely. So yes, the ebook is a great place to start. Um, touch yourself. It's, it's a guide to mindful masturbation meditation, and it really gives you a lot of fantastic information to have a jumping off point to your own self-touch, self-intimacy practices. And that is on my website. Um, there's also a link to it on my Instagram. So anywhere you find me, you can find your way to the ebook pretty easily. Um, Erotic Wholeness is my Instagram handle. And my website is darshanaavala.com. And I'm sure you'll have all the links for, yes. for folks listening. Um, but yeah, to share a little about more, like if you're wanting to, to work with me directly, um, one, one point of entry, if you want to just check things out, is I do a monthly self-touch sex magic ritual around the full moon. So I said earlier, I'm not super woo-woo, and then there I go. I have a full moon (laughs) circle. Sign (laughs) me up for that. That has been something on my radar for a long time. So please, yes, tell us more. Yeah, and I, I co-lead that. Um, I hold the container of the ritual, and a dear friend of mine who's an astrologer joins us, and she gives an astrological transmission for like what's going on in the universe, and then we journey into the yummy-verse, um, yummy being the Sanskrit word that speaks to the, the female genitalia, internal and external. We just don't have a good word in English to encompass all of that. So the, the circle is called the yoni-verse in the universe, oh and, gosh, and that, that is on 
or near the full moon every month. You can find out about that. Um, I also several times a year do some shorter format group programs that, that usually are like anywhere from four to six weeks. And then I'm available, as I said, for private coaching, whether that's individually or as a couple. And um, that coaching can take the shape of, of a very customized journey and base of what you're needing and wanting for yourself. Or it can be the journey to erotic wholeness, which is a more structured program um, that gives you gives you the full spectrum of, of everything that is in my work and in my toolkit, which is as we you know we've talked a lot about like sexological body work as as one aspect of that. I'm also in training as a somatic experiencing practitioner. I'm uh, trained in a modality called neuroaffective touch, so those are more trauma informed pieces. I do a lot of the deeper like depth psychology, nature-based parks work. So there's a lot that goes on in the background of yeah. this and you get to have a really unique experience into claiming your erotic wholeness when we journey together. Yeah. I love that. And all, all of those, all of the things that you can offer are, are that you do offer are found on your website. Absolutely. Yep. Make it easy for you. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm totally into the full moon. I want, I'm not kidding. I, I definitely want to be the next Yay. one. <laughs> I, I need to, I bought myself a, um, shock rub rose quartz dildo and I've cleansed it and I've charged it with the last full moon and everything. And I have not, uh, Del, it's currently February 4th, just because this will come out in the future. So maybe when this comes right. out, I might have indulged well, in. Well, February 26th yeah. and March 26th are the dates of the next two circles. Okay. So. I should literally <laughs> add it to my calendar. <laughs> awesome. It was such a joy to have this Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. Um, and yeah, we'll definitely link all of the things in the show notes for people so that they can easily find you. But this was, like I said, I, I knew that this was going to be a good episode and I'm sure that a lot of people got a lot of information. And again, that our curiosity is our word for this uh, episode, I think, because yeah, I think that's a good theme to roll with because so many people out there listening to a podcast like this, I'm willing to guess that they have some curiosity. So yes, bring it, bring your questions. Um, I, I'm fairly active on my Instagram. I love to answer questions. If you want to reach me there or through my website, like bring it, let's yeah. make some meaningful dialogue between us. Yes. <laughs> yes. Tap into your erotic nature. Cause it's there. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again. Thank you, I appreciate Rachel. you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved it, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a thing. And if you loved it so fucking much, be sure to leave a five-star review. I'll see you next week. And until then, keep owning your sexual self.